0: And there we go. There we are. Please
1: welcome
0: Ted Smith Uh-oh. and Steve Mix. You know it. You are now entering. <laughs> <The> Megacast. <laughs> well, what's up, Ted? You know, good. Good to see your face. Look at us laughing already. Oh, we're happy. Yeah, I'm in a great mood. <laughs> it's a big day today here at the office. There's Bro, people here. There's people here in the building. I reconnected with someone who I haven't talked to in 20 years. Well, you come on. You got to name drop that. I know. It's so. So, you know, me and Ben Gibbard from Death Cab for Cutie browing down again, Ted. The boys are back. Well, all right. In your defense. <laughs> First of all, I forgot he was doing an end session here today. Yeah, he's in the other room right now.
1: Right. So I show up. I'm just going to get my coffee. First of all, I walk in the door and there's two of our old court workers.
0: <laughs> Be like, what are you guys doing here? Are you still disgruntled? I didn't recognize them in their right. masks. Because everyone's wearing masks. So, you know, yeah. there's random people here. Yeah. Right. So then we come in. I go to get coffee and water. And you're talking to Ben. Yes. Now- my previous knowledge is that you were in a band called Peter Parker. You guys used to play together and stuff. Yeah, we shared a practice space. We played a bunch of shows in Bellingham with them. They played a bunch of shows in Seattle with us. It was always a great time. And there's like people setting up. They've they've set up. Yeah, Gregor's
1: already mic checked, and as I walk by, I'm like, "Oh yeah, they're waiting for Ben, but him and Steve are catching up."
0: And then i like, "And then I didn't realize you guys hadn't talked in 20 years." I know, dude. It's it's a, okay. I'll try to keep it super quick, but it's such a I, I feel good, you know. Like I, so, Ben and I, way back in the day, like you said, Peter Parker. And yeah. Death Cab for Cutie really started around the same time. We shared a space with Harvey Danger, and they were kind of like the big brothers, and we were the two younger brothers. All right, and and the three of us shared a practice space. We'd all play shows together. Harvey Danger would always give us all opportunities, and then eventually, Death Cab took on a whole level of success that just went through the stratosphere, and deservingly so. And there was never like a falling out, but we were like we were all pretty tight. The bassist Nick, their then drummer. They had a couple of drummers that I used to like play video games with, and. Me and Ben would go play softball up in Bellingham and these like random rock and you know, local rock star, not even like local rock band, I would say. Yeah, softball games that were just like a bunch of random indie bands that were playing just for fun. Uh, but yeah, like we were buddies. Like he sang on our first record, uh, you know, him and I would jam in a practice space where I would badly play the guitar while he very well he would play the drums, which always pits me off. I'm like, you're a better drummer than me, Ben. But like, there was like a, there was a we were buds and we'd get right. dinner. But you know, then that success happened, not because of anything went to his head, but like he went off and just traveled the world and we lost touch. And like I was never good at like the person I would like constantly bug so I always was afraid I was bugging people. And I still have that problem where I'm like, I don't want to bug them, like they're home for a couple of days. Let them but so next thing you know, twenty years have gone by. And to be honest, when I heard he was gonna be here and I knew we were mega casting, I was like, there was a little bit of anxiety. Like, yeah, I was like, well, you haven't seen him in 20 years. I haven't seen him in 20 years. Will he even remember me? You know, I don't right. know. I mean, I assume he would, but you never know. I mean, the guy's seen a million faces and rocked them all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Easy, fella. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. And I already got in my head again. I'm like, not going to bug him. Don't want to deal with it. Like that, all that. But I had to go wash my bowl that I ate my lunch in. And as I'm coming back... There he is with Sherry, who's a label rep, and uh, yeah. a couple other people right in the way, quote unquote, of our office. So I'm like heading that way, and I say hi to Sherry, of course. I'm not going to like. Oh, no, Sherry's dope. Like, yeah, she's the nicest person. And then, you know, of course, I'm, I look at Ben, I'm like, hey, man. And I'm like, I have to wear a mask. So I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I don't want to make this awkward and be like, take off my mask and freak the guy out because, you know, everyone's it's wearing a me. mask. me. Right. <laughs> you remember me? And he's like, At first, he was just being a cordial, nice person. Like, oh, hey, how's it going? And then all of a sudden, it just triggered. And you can see his eyes light up. He goes, Steve. And I'm like, hey, man. He goes, I'm like, he's like, I almost didn't recognize you with the mask. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that. And also, we haven't seen each other in 20 years. (laughs) And it was cool, man. Like, we talked for like 10 minutes just to catch up. And, you know, it was funny because he's like, what have you been up to? I'm like, well, dad life and, you know, Uh, I you know here not much I I wrestle for fun on the side and then Jerry just starts laughing. I wrestle. I didn't know what else to say. I I mean, no, it's just you're the only person I know that picks up pro wrestling in their forties. And he's like, 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 like independent wrestling. Like, yeah. And then he starts going. He's like, I used to go to the independent shows at Tulalip at the Tulalip Casino, and I'm like, there used to be a wrestling federation, like many. Before our time. No kidding. Here. And it was Tulalip Championship Wrestling, I think it was. All called. right. They're sorry. Matt Farmer used to wrestle. That's no back and, and Craig Proper, you know, who's been on the Mega Cast as well. Like, those guys used to wrestle over at Tulalip. All right. And, and Ben, as a kid, used to go to those. So we're talking about that. And he goes, Well, what's your character? Like, what do you. I'm like, Oh, I'm a bad guy. And, you know, it's a douchebag radio personality that thinks he's, like, you know, the Don't You Know Who I Am guy. And he just starts cracking up. But I realized I said that around a bunch of other radio people. And I don't know if they took it as me, like, like, like you know, insulting the radio biz. But I'm like, well, that is what it is. I mean, if you think I'm insulting you, then maybe you are the douchebag radio person. Not Gregor, of course. But I was going to say, yeah, yeah, that's not Gregor at all. No, and I think I was just like, I, did, I think they just got caught by surprise hearing that. So then he's like, oh, let me see a picture. And I'm like trying to find pictures. It was, Dude, it was surreal. It was like legit like you just ran into your friend at a bar that you haven't seen in 20 years. And yeah. Show, he's like, let me see your kid. And I show him a kid. And then I'm like. He's like, oh, I want to see. I'm like, oh, let me find this one picture. And I'm like scrolling, and he's just laughing, and we're talking. And I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping you, like, because I realized like, there are people waiting. He goes, he's like, no, no, it's the most exciting thing that's happened to me today, like, to see you and talk about wrestling. And I'm just like, ah, oh, cool. And then I was like. Dude, if you're ever around, if you want to come, he's like, No, no, I would love to come. So like, I'm saying, he
1: had a, ma- I mean, right, the smile on his face is saying, like, I didn't give it two thoughts. I just was like,
0: Yeah, oh, I guess they stay, you know, I guess they're still friends. So I guess that's my TED talk today is like, don't, don't, don't let your anxiety get the best of you and assume that people just don't remember you or don't like you. Like, say hi. Because <laughs> he was just like, yeah, let Sherry know. And I was going to be weird, like, dude, give me a number, bro. Like, I'm not going to go down, like, you know, or, yeah. hey, follow me on Instagram, bro. I follow you. You haven't followed me in 20 years. Uh, you know, like, I wasn't going to, like, do any of that kind of, like, bug him for anything. But I'm like, yeah, I'll let Sherry know. Because then Sherry's like, yeah, I want to come too. <laughs> so I was like, next time it's somewhere closest to Seattle or Tacoma, if you guys want to make the trek, I'll take care of you. And you feel free to boo me. <laughs> Feel free to <laughs> I mean, That's my favorite part, and that was the fun part. I was like talking, like, "Do you love doing it?" I'm like, "Dude, it's like it's like music, but different. It's still like an art." But I was like, "The nice thing, and like, I think you get to appreciate this when people are mean to you. You get to be mean back." And he's like, "Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> you get to be mean back."
1: And then, uh, as I told you, I think that was what's the is it doa soa uh, s o s s o s yes. Like at that one. It was kind of funny because like a lot of times if me and you go out and like people recognize you from the radio, you yeah. also know me. But like nobody cared. You're just Steve Miggs. Yeah, I'm a wrestler. Yeah, you're a wrestler. That's my
0: favorite part. But I think I had to take like ten pictures for you. Like, yeah, I'll take them. <laughs> I always love doing that too. Like where it's like, so it's like, can you get a picture? And they hand me the phone, and sometimes you're like. Want to be like, hey, he's also a guy on the radio. I'm like, don't no, even say it. Like, this is awesome. Like, yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, like it was I kind that of fun. For you, and it was it's like, fun. Yeah, it's nice speed seeing you like in your wrestling oh. environment. Yeah, so I think I think our next one at SOS is at Edison Square in Tacoma. I'm taking on Guillermo Rosas, and that's like one of my like one of my wish list dream opponents. It's a guy I train with. Just an awesome dude. One of my favorite wrestlers in town. LKO, boy. Uh, and that's going to be August 12th. Maybe Ben Gibbard will be there. I don't know. I'm still just <laughs> bummed they Square.
1: closed down that. Uh, me too.
0: Yeah, that room Hell's was great. Palladium. That room was awesome. It was Friday night. Fremont Ballard ish. Yeah. I think I could have got Ben to come to that because it's in Seattle. Right. I was going to say that yeah. one was great. That was, dude, that was a super fun spot. And the room was awesome. Like yeah. the room in Tacoma is great. It's a different kind of great. <clears throat> but that was like, that, there was a charm there that I felt like, oh man, we're going to be here for a while. We're going to build something pretty special where like every month this place is packed out. Like we were, I think our last show was over capacity there. It was just like it became a spot, like it became like a, a destination for people, even that people that didn't like wrestling. That's what I'm saying. It was a cool room.
1: That's what I'm saying, like, it was because it was like me and Barnsey and yeah, Keith and man. Joe. We were like, this is great, and oh. we were like, and I remember being like, no, we're gonna cheer for him. And then within two minutes, we're booing you yeah, and being F- like, F yeah. he's the worst.
0: Well, you haven't seen me since I've introduced the hand of God. That's my <laughs> brass knuckles. You call it the hand of God? Hell yeah, because I'm the god of the island now that I'm the champ. I'm gone full Kanye mode. Like, just, <clears throat> like, use this era of Kanye. Do you know that soccer reference? What's that?
1: The hand of God? No. Oh, there's a famous World Cup final where uh, Maradona <laughs> clearly uses his hand, and it's just referred to as the hand of Are God. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, that's why like when you said that, I was like, really? The hand of God? Oh, no. because It I've looks been... like he tries to head it, and he definitely uses his hand, and they end up winning... I think it's 2-1 is how it finishes.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. I wonder if there's any announcer, like, talk where I could, like, steal it for a promo.
1: I mean, Steve. It's one of the most famous plays in World Cup history. I'm pretty sure there's plenty
0: of announcers talking or calling it. Oh, I got to find some stuff. I, think I can't believe you've been calling that the hand of God, and nobody's brought that up to you. Well, I've only been calling it for my last show. Okay, so, all, right, I, all right. So I beat Rebel Kel for the championship with the hand of God, but at the time, no one knew that what it was. It's uh, brass knuckles. I saw the knuckles. Oddly enough, a listener called in or texted in one morning and said, "Hey, I have a 3D printer. I'm trying to learn how to do 3D printing with it." Is there anything I can make you guys? I'm like, can you make me brass knuckles that say Migs on each knuckle? He's like, yeah, I can. And he did. He sent me two of them, So that, and they're gold.
1: So you needed brass knuckles to beat a lady? Hell yeah, I did. I had a, I used brass knuckles to beat a wrestler, you
0: sexist pig. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yup, you're right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was full heel mode. I did that in smoke cameras, so I was like, oh, Mig's fighting a girl. I'm like, I'm fighting a wrestler, you misogynist. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. So I beat her with the knucks, right? And that, it was great. And then the last match, I beat Cody Chun ref got knocked out ref caught me with the knuckles at the start of the match alright and well the fans die me out these jerks classic right peasants like, right losers I'm surprised you guys can afford to sit in the front row <laughs> and I should have them blacklisted so ref gets them puts them By in the way, his back in pocket your girlfriend's ugly <laughs> See, I don't even wrestle. I just stand there. She and was make calling me people. a baldy. And I was like, "You are body shaming me, and you wish you looked this good without hair." <laughs> 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 right? Yeah. All right. I'm bald. Nice wig. I said you should shave your hair because your hair makes you look ugly. <laughs> Anyways, so the ref catches me, takes the knuckles, puts them in his back pocket. Later on in the match, somehow he act- He got he got knocked out. Yeah, you know, it was just, it just an hate to see it. Hate and to see it did. It. And he was out cold, and I remembered. I was like, I can't, rem- I can't forget to take these knuckles from him. So I, you know, because they're mine. Yeah. So I grabbed them at the time when Cody was trying to hit me with his finisher, and I caught him. and I punched him. I didn't realize I still had the knuckles on my hand. Oh, you were just trying to get them back because they're your property. Right. Right. Oh, that could happen to any of us. It happened to the best of us. Right. But I mean, at that point, what am I supposed to do? Dime myself out? I woke the ref up and said, "Hey, wake up! I." I'm about to win this match, and I did, and not many people were happy with me. Hey, a win's a win. One with the hand of God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, I can't believe you're using that term. Tech-tops, oh, we need a TED Talk. Oh, yeah. Right. I well, I had one kind of that I was going to go with, but I think we should tell people, uh, don't be afraid to say hi to
0: your old friends. What a dumb thing my mind does to me. Most people are like, I haven't seen my friend. And, and honestly, if he wasn't Ben Gibbard of Death Cab for Cutie, I would have no problem approaching someone I haven't seen in 20 years. I just didn't want to make things weird for both of us. And I was scared that if he didn't remember, that would, that would kind of like crush my memories from 20 years ago.
1: Well, I was going to say, it's a little different when your friend from 20 years ago sells out arenas and stadiums
0: right. with his band. Right. Like, that's a little bit different. And I always feel like, oh, man, like... Like, I've I, I romanticize about our past. Do I want to risk it being like, hey, man, nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're that guy. Because, I mean, I have so many great memories from the guy, from him being on the radio, proclaiming me his favorite drummer in all of Seattle. Like, they, like there's so many f- fun things that I'm sure he doesn't remember, but I do, because there were, like, there were cool moments. There was a massive part of my past. Yeah, I
1: mean, look, I... You know, with DeMatha, I went to high school with a couple guys that ended up in the NBA and stuff. But same thing, like, I ran into one of the guys probably, like, eight years later. He had already, like, dominated Kentucky. Yeah. Like, you know, been in the Final Four. He was in the NBA. And same thing. I was like, do I say hi? Like Right. And he's like, you know, like, Ted. I was like, oh, (sighs) what up, man? (laughs) It feels good. Right. And I'm in a basketball gym. So when he walks in. Every every eye is on him, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, this is Keith Bogans. Yeah, those guys. right. I mean, he, same thing. Was, and we sat there and chatted for like ten minutes. How but, great is that? But you're right. When mm-hmm. somebody gets to that level, it's like, I, I, like you get kind of nervous. Like, oh man, I, they they know so many
0: people now. Right? You have like such great memories that you fear that this bad experience will tarnish those memories. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's almost like it's well enough that we never say hi to each other and see each other ever again. And I just get to se- tell people I know him. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Cause if he was, whoa, I don't remember you or whatever, then I can never share the story of Peter Parker, death cat for cutie Harvey danger. Like, it's like, Oh man, like now there's a, there's a part of my mind that's like, I wasn't memorable to this guy. And we spent, years together. Right, because all those stories would seem ridiculous. It's like, yeah, but what happened when you said hi to him, Steve? He didn't know who I was. He said, "Um, would you like a picture fan? (laughs) What would you like me to autograph? Move along, (laughs) Baldy. Hey, Baldy. Aren't you that dick of a wrestler? You should have hit him if he had done that. If you'd pulled out your knuckles. Hit him with the hand of God. (laughs) (laughs) That's too rude. Is that the TED Talk? (laughs) That is, yeah. Reach out to people. I would also remind people go dance. Yo, know, I hope you're going to be dancing this weekend. I will. I was dancing last weekend. Weddings uh, too easy. Oh, oh, uh, Mike Hawk, congratulations! Yeah, got yeah. married. Yes, he did.
1: That's awesome. It was also uh, been a few years. My return to the Yellow Beak. Oh
0: boy, I just oh I have to well have to How was that? I I love that place. Yeah, <laughs> I like did we, we play horseshoes. No Do they we, have
1: the horseshoe still? When we got down there, me and my buddy Sean got there early and I was just like, Hey man, let's go in there and get a beer or two, but like I need to eat something. So we like split like a quesadilla, go to the wedding, we come back now, I'm out of my button up and I'm just in like that super deep V. Yes. In my blazer. like A lot of people at the wedding said by the end, I look like a Russian drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> this is my friend, the Anton Smith. Right. We walk into the yellow beak and it's the same. It's the way I
0: remember it. Oh, good. I'm glad country changed.
1: girls, everybody's friendly. And they're just, we're just like, hey. <laughs>
0: Dude, I was just talking about the Yellow Beak with somebody. My last time there was fresh off of breaking up with my ex girlfriend before Sid. Okay, and we were there, and you know, obviously we talked about it on the air. People knew. Some guy came up to me. It was I think after like a maybe. Was a, it
1: after like a foul ball game? It might have been. All right, I remember. Right, that's right because I think I drove. You drove me home. I think so.
0: Yeah, and and the guy came up to me and just like, "Hey, man, big fan." He's like, "Real sorry to hear about the relationship breaking up." I'm like, oh, yeah, no worries." He goes, "You know, I'm such a fan that." I'd like to take care of you you and I've got some girls I'll hook you up with for free. Cool. Uh, And I was like, I'll never forget. That was the place where I assume a pimp was trying to give me a freebie on some hookers. See, we had the opposite. There was a table full of attractive women. You paid for the hookers. (laughs) My buddy starts chatting them up
1: and finally the dude with them just goes, just so you know, they are all my daughters. Oh. Basically, he was like, not in front of me, guys. Yeah, you can't do that. Right. But also, I was wait till I leave. There was like a couple next to me that was a little bit older, but like they both had awesome hair. Like she was a hot, blonde, older woman, but the dude had great flow too. And it was like, oh, yeah, what are you talking to those blondes? I was like, there's only two hot blondes, and it's that couple. Hey. (laughs) Didn't miss a beat. Just blew off the whole table full of blondes. All right.
0: Deuce's dad and his daughters. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get in a weird threesome over here, <laughs> unless, unless you're down, pops. <laughs> I click on those thumbnails if you know what I mean. You see, stepdad? No, no it's gone too far. Steve, I'm worried about this hand of God. <laughs> it's taking control of your personality, <laughs> just like Kanye, man. It's just—you're just, right. Just like Kanye, it's like ah. you start if you start making me
1: wear weird slippers, and paid five hundred dollars for them. I might run for president. Might not. I might not. Might just run for governor of Georgia, didn't he? I don't know. Already just announced he's running for president in Atlanta.
0: Ted, <laughs> I got some new shoes. They're called, called Stevises. Steve- <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Yeah. We got to talk sports. Uh, I, I, I want to hear what your preparation is, and, and are you getting ready for the big meltdown this weekend? Oh, I have a lot of packing to do when I get home. Oh man, I'm already experiencing a little bit of FOMO on this. Yeah, but you know what? I can't wait to hear the stories about how summer meltdown goes. It's back after a couple of years of not having it, right? Correct.
1: And the last year they had it,
0: I want to say it was the same weekend we did like pain in the grass or something. Yeah. So I haven't been in like three years. You're right. Because I was like, didn't we go to the very last meltdown? I'm like, no, we didn't. We did pain in the grass. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about sports. There's a lot to talk about with sports. There is. When the mega cash returns.
1: They say I should say something nice about Ted and Steve. These guys are so dumb that you'll feel way smarter just by listening. How's that? The Megacast will be back.
0: From the days of crude, berry-stained cave drawings to today's modern digital video technology, Mankind has long been captivated by pornography. Now the United States Postal Service invites you to share in this love of lechery with a new commemorative stamp set. The Masters of American Pornography series is a full sheet of very well-trimmed stamps, each backed with an unusually familiar adhesive, And each saluting a different era in American pornography Including stamps like The Sheriff's Big Posse Hooray for Harry Wood And what's Og doing behind that mastodon? Commemorative stamps from the United States Postal Service There's something
1: familiar about this glue Why are you listening to this crap? I'd rather listen to kids bop over this sh**. The Megacast is back.
0: Oh, hey there. Oh, hey, hey. Sorry. See, we chat a lot during the break. Hey, sometimes we gotta talk. We had Ben Gibbard popped in, you know, we were reminiscing. and Wouldn't it be great if we had him in here? <laughs> the most random interview. I think it was weird that I told him they should Death Cab for Booty. Yeah. That's That should be their EDM side hustle. Death Cab for Booty. Death Cab for Booty and they just play some bass heavy tracks. Have you ever seen the Beatles movie yesterday? Is that the, the, the dude, actual Beatles movie? or no, no, no. Like Or the, the one with um, Ed Sheeran or whatever.
1: Right. Yeah. And like the, the dude gets hit by a truck at, or like basically nobody remembers the Beatles. They yes. think he's the girl. I love that movie. Yeah, so my favorite line that I drop all the time, people don't know that movie, is when Ed Sheeran's like, I think you should go with, hey, dude. Yes! Hey, dude. I drop it all the time on The Men Drew, Miles Thrill goes over there, and Mike, none of them have seen the movie. Underappreciated film. Well, oh. I don't know about you, I don't watch a lot of rom-coms, but if I'm on a plane, I get a couple beers and watch rom-coms. <laughs> 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 I just die laughing. People are like, what are you watching? Like, oh yeah, uh, isn't she lovely, or yesterday? <laughs> Do you have Amazon Prime? Do I have it? Yeah,
0: because I watch The Boys. Okay. I always forget. There's too many of them. I'm like, there's what do so I have and not have? I'm the same. Uh, there's a show that we've been really geeking out on. It's a uh, uh, Reacher. All right. It's like Jack Reacher, but it's a television show. I think you'd get a kick out of it. All right, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It had nothing to do with anything other than the fact that you mentioned watching things. I'm like, I would like this show. It's a good show. I still haven't finished the damn Sandler movie. When I had oh. COVID, you were like, "You should watch it." I watched like
1: 15 minutes is it of the it. Hustle? Yeah, some, is it hustle? Yeah. And anyhow, I pat. I like
0: fell asleep on the couch, and then I'm like, ah, I gotta go back and find where I was. It just never put it back on. That's how lazy I was. Dude, that's our life. Like, I'm like, we're watching Retro. I'm like, we put it back on. I'm like, why did we stop it in the middle of an episode? I'm like, oh, Sid fell asleep. I turned it off to watch wrestling. So I got to rewind it like five minutes because I'm like, usually I'm pretty good at keeping up on like if our eyes are open or not. Because I don't want to hit, I don't want to keep watching it past, You know, when she falls asleep, because then we have to go back and start watching it again. So that happens with me with Mariners
1: games sometimes. (laughs) I'll be watching like a show or something, Mm -hmm. and then I'll check Twitter, and it's like tied up in the eighth. and I'll stop it, go to watch the end of the Mariners game, and then be like, damn it. Like, I'll forget. Like, you got to go back and watch this.
0: You know, it was me last night watching the Mariners game. They're up 3-1. I'm like, ah, I'm going to go to bed. I kind of dozed off. I'm like, I'll just check on. I don't want to stay up and watch the end. They got this. I wake up and I'm like, they won 5-4. I'm like, oh, cool. Looks like Maybe the team, you know, maybe the Rangers put up a couple runs, made it something interesting. I'm like, oh, crap. In the ninth inning, they were losing. Yeah. And I'm like, I would have not fallen asleep after that game. My adrenaline a would walk have too off. high. And that, yeah. Oh, dude. I would, you, know, cause, you know how it is. If a team, like a Seahawks game, Mariners game, if it ends in epic fashion cracking, I can't fall asleep. No. No. Oh, I'm so glad I, I fell asleep before that, and I went to bed just feeling good about the game. Hey, look, they still won. Maybe you should go to
1: sleep every time they have a leave, <laughs> even if it's a 1 p.m. game. Crap. What if they score the, right now?
0: They, they might have scored by... Oh, that's, that's right. They're playing a day game right now. Steve, take a nap! <laughs> I already did. I already knocked. Does that count?
1: They should win today. You
0: I you know what? in the other room. Guarantee it. <laughs> The globe to bring you the constant
1: variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat.
0: This is the Ted Smiths. Where's yeah, your buddy? <laughs> you Smith
1: family popcorn. <laughs> Good people. Great popcorn. I miss you. You know, I, I bet if you would open the door and be like, "Come in for five minutes,"
0: he would. He would. Yeah. I could have flexed that. I'm like, now that we're best friends again. What are you doing for dinner? Oh, uh, We'll go back to that spot in Capitol Hill we used to go to. You Is know, it still there? I don't even know. I can't remember. I know it was, I, I, I think it was Thai. I remember we used to get Thai food a lot. Oh,
1: Thai food in the city in Capitol Hill. Way to narrow it down, Steve. <laughs> 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 I mean, come on, man. I mean, it's like saying you found a wing joint where I grew up or a pizza parlor
0: in Brooklyn. Hey, a pizza parlor. Oh, hey. <laughs> we were talking about Dino's the other morning because we were talking about Detroit style pizza. Correct. And I always forget that like that pizza is kind of like it's it's like a Sicilian, but it's also like a Detroit style pizza the way they make it. So I think we're talking about Dino's tomato pie. Yeah, in Technically, Hill. to me, it's in between.
1: Th- I agree. It's not thick enough to be Detroit style or Sicilian. Right. But it's almost like, it's almost what pizza should be. Because it's like, is it, I don't know if it's focaccia bread. Might not, either way. But it's, it, and every piece is like the end piece of lasagna. Yes. And they put the olive oil on Burnt. there and it's got that little crust. Damn, like, I ain't been down there in a minute. I'm getting hungry just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah,
0: like that would be the toughest thing, I think, to stick with this non-dairy diet That I'm doing, like, I think that would be the one where I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe I should just bend the rules for one, one slice. That, so
1: their, their rounds are really good too.
0: Yeah. But that, what do
1: they call it? The grandma slice or whatever. That square pizza. I have yet to have anybody out and they're like, you sure? I'm like, let me just get this. And they're like, that is so good. It's the best pizza I've had. I, in the Northwest. Yeah. I, I just love my guys at PAG so much.
0: Pagliacci. Also great. But you're right, Dino's tomato pie, that's probably my f- If somebody said, what's your favorite pizza, it'd be that square pizza. If I had someone in, like, that was coming to town they're like, hey, I just want to get some good pizza, I'm like, let's go there. Yeah, and they have garlic knots. Which are also fantastic. Right? Yeah. Oh, God dang I'm hungry.
1: All right, let's see. Uh, all right, so Mariners, you know what? The Astros are really good. So <laughs> for the Mariners right now, like they're beating the teams
0: they should beat. But, like, the Astros are really good. It's just a bummer that after this series, hopefully we sweep it, but hopefully it's swept by the time people listen to this episode. And I did did take my nap. Yeah. Uh, But up next, the Houston Astros again. I know. We got to play them a bunch this month. But with that said,
1: I'm still just pumped that, like, the town's excited. I've seen more people posting pictures down at T-Mobile Park and, and Mariners games than I've ever seen in 18 years of living here.
0: Okay, got to ask you the question then. Hit me. You're, you're the manager of the Seattle Mariners. Okay. You find out Julio Rodriguez jammed his wrist stealing a base against the Rangers before the All-Star break. All right. Now, all of a sudden, he's he's put into the All-Star game, and he's asked to do the home run derby. Would you let him? Yes. You would? I would. Why? It's
1: just too big of a stage for a young yeah. player not to not to let him have that chance.
0: What if, like, because some people say, that, hey, he doubled his salary with that. I'm like, oh, you know, as a manager, I would probably just grab 700 grand from the office and be like, slide it under the table. I'm like, Julio, you didn't get this from me. I but. mean,
1: it would also depend on the how bad the injury was. But obviously, it couldn't have been that terrible. I mean, I know he missed some games and he's playing again. Three important games against the Astros, Ted. Right, but I'm just like... I would have a hard time telling a young a yeah. young guy like that, like, no, you can't do that. And he was the talk of baseball for the All-Star break. Correct. Which was cool. Right. And the, right, that's such a massive stage. I mean, look, who won the All-Star game? American League or National League? American League.
0: All right. See, my point was being, though, the have, Home Run Derby is almost a bigger no, thing right. that people talk about than the actual game. To be honest, I didn't even know who the Soto guy was until the All-Star Home Run Derby. And now all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, the Mariners got to trade for this guy. Oh, zero idea of what this guy can bring to the table. Other than he's great, he beat Julio. Bring him on our team. Yeah, and they be- hugged. I don't know what I don't know what baseball can do, but they got
1: There's got to be some way to get those guys more marketing and stuff. Like I feel like most people know Fernando Tatis Jr. Yep. Right. Like you know some of those guys. I mean, Mike Trout just doesn't seem
0: to like publicity, which yeah. is tough when you're arguably the best player in the in the sport. There's a good chunk of baseball players who are very boring. Whenever yeah. you hear interviews with them, I remember hearing an interview with Ty France and I was all excited because I like Ty France. And I'm sure he's a cool guy, but he he just sounded like he didn't want to even do the interview. Yeah. But I and I also think there's a nice groundswell on
1: Twitter of like making baseball cool again. Yes. Like there's a dude I follow, uh Juco what's it Juco something. Some people think he's obnoxious, which he is. But he does a good job of like making baseball cool and he's like lifting heavy weights, hit mm-hmm. bombs. So like that stuff is good. And then we also just got to get like we got to get more like cool people
0: into baseball, like you us. They, they should invite us to the games. I was thinking more like actors, rappers, but yeah, us too. I mean, we're right on par, and it's just tough, I'm friends like, With Ben Gibbard from Death Cab for Cutie, doesn't tightest, that mean anything. Tightest of friends, yes, best of friends. <laughs> so
1: the Mariners are doing good. Sounders are in their kind of summer thing, but they got they got a nice three points on Saturday, which I respect. The Sounders just feel like they're like we won the championship. F it. We're good. They are. Yeah. And there's been some injuries. They got time. But this is generally when the Sounders kind of suck. Is the I mean, it's how Smets are kind of co- Like, we've had years where we're, like, better than this. Yeah. We've had years where we're first place. But, like, generally if they have a lull,
0: it's the dog days of summer. He's the Breaking Bad style of coaching. Yeah, get them ready. And, and a couple look, little dips, but by the end, it's full swing. I love it. Like, have them peeking at the right time.
1: True. Because, like, the year we won the Supporter Shield, right, which is what you get if you're the best team over the course of the year. Which is nice, but then when you don't win the championship, it's a, it's you know It's a waste. They, right?
0: It's like, look at the Patriots. Like, they didn't win the Super Bowl that year. Look at the Mariners, 2001. Right? You set a record. What's it, 116, 116. wins? 116. Didn't, didn't lose a single series in baseball that season. Like, every series that they played, they didn't lose. Correct. But then you don't win the title. It doesn't matter. Right. It almost makes you more of a joke. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, I
1: mean, for the Sounders, eh. And then camps have have broken.
0: The NFL guys are back. Oh, baby. Let the pads pop. Uh, (laughs) Let the pads plop? Let the pads pop! Oh, I you said Let the pads pop! You like, never hear
1: me yell that. That's no. what, we don't watch a lot of NFL together. But that's like my—I stole it from my buddy I, Alex. I thought you th-
0: I thought like the New England Patriots had like a diarrhea problem. Oh like, wow yeah.
1: <laughs> Like you see, you see, uh, you see like Prez or somebody, you know, really lay somebody out. Let yeah. the pads pop! I like it. Let's go. See Russell Wilson. You know what? I did see Russell, and I know we hate on Russell sometimes. Oh, we're very I w- bitter. I was fine with it. Like, I thought, it's a
0: throwback jersey, it's his jersey, they're his pants, they're his shoes. I argued that he was wearing a Drew Locke jersey to show some respect to the previous quarterback. Because that was <laughs> Drew's number. Well, and
1: I know everybody were not, and look, I still unfollowed him, but I was like, of all the stuff he's done.
0: I did too, too finally. Oh, yeah. Like, that one didn't bug me. I was like, alright. What about the massive truck that he was coming out of?
1: I've, I've read conflicting things on, on Twitter. Some people were like, dude, he had that when he's in Seattle. I've never seen it before. They Either be or right. I. I love so. But I've also never seen him drive a vehicle. True. Every time I've seen him get out of something, he's like getting out of an
0: SUV and has his little entourage. So I'm like, if he drove, I mean, I assume that was his truck. Maybe that's just where they caught the picture. I just love that he was at home and he's like, you know what? I'm wearing my jersey to work today. (laughs) My favorite was someone on Twitter was like Russell Wilson buying that truck. Would you like any of the add-ons? Yes. "Uh, Which ones do you want? All of them. <laughs> well, He's Russell, not as cool as Aaron Rodgers showing up as Con Air. Alright, so did he do it on purpose? Or is that he just did. a all right, so do I. He which quoted Con Air in a tweet, I think. Alright, which makes I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers fan. Same. I think it's just a little odd. It's but, cute that he found mushrooms though.
1: I, right. I was like, all right, I talked about this on the podcast last night. Like we all know this
0: guy. Like, all right, Aaron, we get it, man. You did ass it. Like cool, <laughs> but just like let it. We don't have hey, to go I'm this. I'm guilty one. of having <laughs> an acid-inspired tattoo, and he has one as well. Him and I have. We're simpatico,
1: right? <laughs> But when he when he walked up in that, I also love that he just tossed his bag. I'm not like I'm like dying to know of like what, what was in the bag? How was he just tossed? But he kind of won me back over with that. I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. And he looked big. He did. He looked good. And he's not the biggest guy. Like I, that's one thing that always bugged me about Aaron Rodgers. I've heard he gets really salty when people are like, I thought you'd be taller. And as a dude that's five, nine and a half, five, ten. I'm just like, well, you're you're the league
0: MVP. Like, you can't be. Like I get it. It's 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 not the best thing for somebody to say to you. But, like, but get over it, right? Like you're Aaron freaking Rodgers. You've dated some of the hottest women in the world. Like your height has had no impact on the success of your life.
1: Correct. You've and they're a nice just a hair. It's just because you're the NFL quarterback. They're just legit caught off guard. You, you look good in a white tank top. I'm gonna start calling him the pear because he's a little prickly. <laughs> uh, but no, look. I'm going to Meltdown this weekend. Oh, it's usually perfect. the highlight of the summer. Yep. New, new venue. New venue, which is interesting. Uh, I think that's fun, though. Like, it's a new exploration. Steve, it is. I'm just sick and tired of people asking me questions. <laughs> like, I finally just told my one buddy, I go, I can't
0: answer that. It is a new venue. Like, so, do you think the water's going to be cold? Right. How do you think the current's going to be in the river? Well, how deep do you think it's going to be? I'm right.
1: like, I don't, guys, I haven't been here either. Are I we, don't know.
0: Are we going to be able to set up our couches? <laughs> You can tell when I'm frustrated. My voice gets high and my hands come out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Just Would do you? me a favor. At some point, go to the late night tent wearing nothing but uh, swim trunks, a tank top, a baseball cap and sandals, and dance f- f- for my honor. Oh, I will. Okay, and and maybe mentally call me like I tried calling you when I was there that one time, and I was dancing at <laughs> two in the morning by myself trying to call you on my brain. I still <laughs> like I'm sitting back at camp like... I guess I got to go find Steve. And finally, somebody goes, Steve's fine, dude. If you're tired, you can just go lay down. The best part was, I'm dancing. I'm trying to like, figure out a way to get to Ted. Yeah. Not realizing everybody at our campsite at one point walked by me and said, Steve. I'm like, hey. And, like, We're heading back to the camp. Cool. I could have just said, could you let Ted know I'm in the, uh, in the late night tent? He should come by. Yeah, I think I sent some people fishing, but never <laughs> they never caught you. Yeah, I, but I saw people from our campsite, and they were going back to the site. I could have easily just said, hey, could you relay this message to Ted? No, it's too busy <laughs> telepathically telling you to come dance with me, Ted.
1: I Dude, so you'll like it this year. It's woodland creatures, so I'm gnome on top. Like, I'm going to have a gnome costume, uh-huh. but it's going to be too hot, so I'm just wearing blue like i mean they are short shorts oh boy like right like this short oh, some, yeah some nut
0: huggers oh yeah this gnome's getting down oh you're gonna have so much fun are you leaving tomorrow i'm leaving tonight tonight yeah i'm gonna go up spend what's night the m- parking situation like there
1: <laughs> kidding I'm, I'm just asking <laughs> <any> questions you questions, <laughs> <that I'm> answers. <laughs> actually the parking i know there's rv there's premium rv then there's like tent camping in the forest are you and doing the amazing. rv i am are you getting the same one with the dog on the window no, because because it's like four of us so we we, we rented we rented one from like you, there's you know that site outdoorsy? Yes oh, right it's kind of like Airbnb but for RVs and stuff Oh nice, so it's somebody's RV that you're renting from Correct. and I like on there they even say if you're allowed to take it to a music festival oh that's this is like a checkbox for that yeah it's like literally like no music festivals and then it'll say music festival friendly. That's smart, because Airbnb does that, like, no parties. Well, it's also funny, too, because, like, my buddy called the guy, and he was like, man, the guy was really nice. It's like, well, yeah, we are taking it to a music festival, but it's four guys in their forties. One's a lawyer. One runs like a, just a like a works at a giant fashion company. I won't name. One's a radio DJ. It's like yeah. one's a teacher. So it's like that guy's
0: like, all right, they're taking it. They're not going to destroy this thing. Right. These guys are probably the lamest four dudes I'm ever going to rent this to go to a music festival. You're probably right. It's not a bunch of people in their twenties that show up wearing like candy necklaces on like a Tuesday afternoon.
1: Right. Like we're not throwing an after in their hours rave
0: in there. Right. We just need a place to crash.
1: Right, basically yes. have to turn on the A.C. for an hour during the day. Oh, nice, it has A.C. Yeah. It's going to be, look, it's going to be
0: hot out there. Well, how is it at night? Is it going to be cold there? <laughs> I mean, look, ideally it'll cool off a little bit. <laughs> well, bring nice shoes. I did see that on, uh, not nice, like dress shoes. But I like, don't just assume that you can just get by walking around barefoot and in sandals, I guess. I saw, oh. I saw somebody post that like you'd want like some decent kind of walking shoes because of like the, I, I don't know why. Maybe, huh. it's, like, maybe there's like some rocks. Or some areas where you just aren't—it's not just dirt and sand. Or I mean, dirt and grass. You know me—I always wear tennis shoes during
1: the day, anyhow. That's true. And right, because right, because even like meltdown, there were certain like the old venue. There were certain spots
0: where you're just like walking on rocks, just like ah, that hurts. Because one year we do meltdown and we just dress as Pete Carroll, <laughs> just khakis. I mean, look, I white love sneakers. I
1: love Josh that runs it, but like if I see it, that would be my only thing. Is like I used to love. I think by the time you started coming, there was always a theme. Yes. But Saturday night- used Which to, I never took part in. <laughs> right. Saturday night used to just be costumes. So people could wear- So I, I used think that's to, fun. And I would sit there in the beer garden and just people watch, because there's so many different costumes. Yeah. Like, I watched Zeus- and, like, his wife played beer pong. And finally I walked over. I was like, I could watch you guys play beer pong for, like, an hour. And they were like, oh, you are watching us? I was like, well, when's the next time I'm going to see Zeus and whatever Zeus's wife is? Right? They look like Greek gods, like the togas. And I was like, yeah, I could watch you
0: guys play beer pong for an hour. See that, that, If somebody walked by dressed as Pete Carroll, I would lose my mind. Oh, yeah. And I feel like if anyone should do it, it's you, because you could, you, you are easily, in a moment's notice, could switch right into coach speak. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Because like, you know somebody there is going to challenge you. you Got to always be compete. Like, Come on, coach. Tell me what i have like to do. And then I know you would just bust right into it. Dude,
1: we could just be, you could be Pete Carroll, and I'll be short Mike Holmgren. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Right?
0: We could just be NF or Seahawks coaches. <laughs> you know what? Screw it. I'm coming to meltdown. <laughs> All right, we gotta get out of here. Yeah, I gotta do work. I know. We'll have a dude. Have a great freaking time. Say hi to the Meltdown crew for sure. Uh, and and again, please dance for me at two in the morning and send me telepathic vibes, dude. I'm pumped for Travis
1: Thompson on Saturday. I haven't seen him yet live. I don't think I've ever seen Travis Thompson. No, he's a local rapper from Burien, dude. I like his stuff. I didn't know oh, he was yeah. performing at Meltdown. Yeah, it's him. And then there's like a DJ set and then uh, STS Nine. I'm like, oh, Saturday. Yeah, he's fun. really good. Oh, yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I mean. And Grizz, is he there again? Oh, my bad. He, right, so it's Travis Thompson into Grizz. STS 9, I think, is Friday. Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm like, Saturday night, like Saturday's always a fun day, but I would like, you know me, I'm not the biggest, I got to hit all the main stage shows, so I'm like, I right. am not missing Travis Thompson into Grizz. No, no, no,
0: that's a, that's a good one-two punch. Yeah, that's what. That's one of those like afterwards, like, I gotta go sit at camp, I'm full of sweat. Right, well, I'll be also around people scantily clad, uh, but it's uh, Defy Wrestling in Tacoma. Oh, okay, alright. <laughs> A little bit different, but that's Friday night, we're doing Tacoma at the Alma Mater, uh, which is the first time T- Defy Wrestling is gonna be there. I'll be ring announcing, nice. come on out, defywrestling.com if you wanna come and yell and scream at some of your favorite wrestlers. Maybe I'll bring my friend Ben Gibbert with me. What part of Tacoma is it in? Uh, I know it's close to Destiny City Comics because that's Ethan's comic book shop, and he says like five minutes from there. All right. I think it's close. <sighs> I don't know. I'll tell you this on um, Wednesday of next week. All
1: right. I was just going to say, I, I always recommend the Forum if people want to get like a bite to eat uh, and a drink Forum, beforehand.
0: The, the 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 Juicy Lucy is like the best burger.
1: Yeah, like, seriously, I love that bar. I was at the one in Puyallup Sunday morning having a uh, mimosa. Oh, thanks for saying hi. As as I said that out loud, I was like,
0: Jesus, I was in Puyallup. It didn't dawn on me to text you. You were legit five minutes from my house. It didn't even dawn on me, Steve. You have yet to see my new house. I know. I'm glad to see that I rate. Your lawn looks great. Oh, yeah, I bet.
1: You (laughs) You posted a picture. (laughs) Well... We had spent the night in Enumclaw, and then we had to take all the like extra like beer and stuff back to Mike McKenzie's house. Uh-huh. And then we were like, "Want to go get brunch?" I was like, "Yeah," but I was like, "Let's go to a bar. I want to get some drinks too." Uh-huh. So they were like, "Oh, we'll just go to the forum." And I was like, "I love the forum." And as, again, as I'm saying this out loud, I'm like, "Jesus Christ, man! Yeah, I should have texted." And you. at no point did you think Steve lives in Puyallup? I was a little rough around the edges. All right, fair. I'll we let ordered. Slide. We ordered like shots that have like orange juice and Red Bull in them and stuff and mimosas. And the mimosa showed up at stemless wine glasses. I chug it and go, oh, man, that was a big shot. And the bartender's like, that was your mimosa, dude. <laughs> I was like, oh, sh- mm, I almost cursed. Yeah, I'm the idiot. I remember like
0: halfway through, I'm like, oh, oh. I'm like, this is a big shot. <laughs> this is very orange juice. And hit chipping. And I'm just chugging it. <laughs> that bartender's like, this guy's
1: had a rough night. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, they they thought we were funny. It was pretty quiet. There was the one guy was in there just like finishing his lunch and you know me, Ah, burger and whiskey. I like the combination. He's just
0: like, Yeah, dude, it was good. He's and, like, I don't want to talk to you. Right like, yeah, drunk, you got, Stay he, on your yeah. stay on your corner of the bar, drunk guy. We call that the Puala freeze. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can follow us on Twitter at the Mega Have an awesome weekend. Yeah, man. We'll be back you. next week. Bye bye.